Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Paula Jager. Paula Jagger is a fitness expert and the CEO and founder of CrossFit Jaguar. Paula Jagger is truly a patriot. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. You're welcome. And I'm truly honored to have you as a guest, Paula. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from? Oh, I was originally born in West Virginia, uh, which I never really cared for that town, a little still mill town. When I graduated college back in 1982, I moved to Key West, Florida, where I spent two years before relocating to Tampa, Florida, and that's where I live now. I love it. I love it. Now, can you tell us more about the importance of fitness and your journey and how it started? Well, I saw a picture of myself um, from a recent vacation back in 1994. I was 34 years old, and I was sitting on a boat with a cigarette in one hand and a beer in the other. And um, I've been fortunate that I've never had a weight problem, but I was looking a little bit soft. So being a big and fresh start type person. My birthday was coming up in a couple of months, January of 1995. And I decided to hire a personal trainer and start working out before, before all my youth vanquished. Wow, that is amazing. And so when was your aha moment to begin your fitness journey? Oh, I had so many of those. Um, the first aha moment came shortly after um, starting, I started with a personal trainer. I only met with her one time a week, but I was very inspired by how she looked and her grit and determination. It was like she was fighting some inner demons. And I had a few of those uh, of my own at that time. So she competed in bodybuilding and I made a commitment with her guiding me to compete uh, one year later in a bodybuilding show. And I was determined to get up on that stage, which was not a comfort level for me, and compete. So we began, I don't know what we call it, step one or phase one of this multifaceted journey, which has continued to this day. And I trained with her, and I stopped some bad habits, such as smoking and drinking, really not conducive to fitness. And I trained relentlessly for an entire year, and I said, I am going to get up on that stage, form this routine, or I'm going to die. They're either or, one or the other. That was the only thing that would stop me. And um, on June 1st, 1997, I got up on that stage after a year of abstaining from my vices and very focused and dedicated training. Uh, we became very close friends and I had my entire support group. I had friends, I had family members that had come in from Jacksonville and I got up there in front of a large to me audience in a two-piece bikini. I had uh, followed a very stringent, probably not healthy, but a bodybuilding type diet to get very lean. And I had veins bulging and I ended up taking um, second place novice and uh, completed the routine. That is amazing for the audience that's listening to go after what you want. And you did. And I, I applaud you for that. So congratulations, Paula. Now, can you tell us more about how mindset intertwines with fitness? 
Well, the mindset was probably the biggest factor. I mean, the body, my body changed physically and that was, you know, that was nice. We all want to look better, but getting, getting underneath that bar, lifting those weights empowered me, gave me confidence. It turned me from a more passive, not really shy, but insecure type individual. And it empowered me to know that if I could actually do something that I didn't have to live in a miserable existence and being unhappy and turning to un, unhealthy um, vices to ease the pain or to, you know, kind of rid myself of anxiety. I would just go there in the gym and no matter what kind of a day I had, I felt better. I felt better. I made friends in the gym, more like-minded fitness oriented friends that had healthier ideas of fun and it became a lifestyle and then that lifestyle carried over and improved the relationship with my husband uh and improved the relationship with friends it also um separated some of the what i thought were friends uh, the only thing i used to have in common with those people were you know doing unhealthy things so they they kind of disappeared or faded out of my life, but other people, more people came in and, you know, it just happiness came. And then I wanted to give back and share that because my confidence had grown. I got the courage to leave um, a job that I was not happy in. And the only thing I wanted to do was give back to people who know that they could go after their dreams and their goals if they only if they only attempted it and came up with a plan and had some guidance and, and were not afraid and to do things outside of their comfort zone. I love it. And you are giving back. That's amazing. Now, did you ever have a coach, trainer, or mentor along the way on your journey? Oh, I had several. <laughs> I'm not young. I'm 60 years old. So I've been at this since I was 35. There have been, so there was the initial trainer, um, after her, there was um, a very, um, very inspiring man in Boca Raton, Juan Carlos Santana. He owns uh, the Institute of Human Performance. And I first met him at a continuing education seminar, and his energy and charisma and knowledge just inspired me. And on my fitness journey, I was then competing, and being a non-athlete, I needed help. <laughs> the only thing I had was heart and grit. <laughs> My talents were lacking, but I had a goal. I had a new goal. There's always goals. I had a new goal to run this obstacle course, which was a 160-yard military-style obstacle course and some fitness skills in under a minute. And the very first time I ran it, I just froze. And, um, you know, it was my own worst enemy. And it was a minute, 26 seconds. So I hired him and worked with him for oh, probably about a year and a half. We're still friends to this day. And he played an integral, integral role in, in just my journey. Uh, we related uh, to a lot of the same personality things and I learned a lot from him. Um, and there, there's, there's been many people, many people along the way. I love it. Now for the audience that's listening, would you say that it is significant to hire or get a mentor? Um, yes, they may or may not be a uh, personal trainer or a coach. It depends on, I think, your passion and what you truly want to succeed at. But um, Juan Carlos 
and I call him JC, he told me one thing that stuck with me, study success. So whatever it is you want to do, you need to learn from somebody that's doing it well. Um, so it may not be, you know, if it's related to fitness, yes, obviously that person's going to be involved in, in that pursuit. But if it's something else, if it's art or if it's culinary pursuits, you find, you find somebody that you can, you need to relate to them also. Certain personality types and myself, we just gel better, you know, and not that anybody else isn't as equally knowledgeable, but you, you need to click. You need to admire that person, look up to them, and in some ways want to emulate them, yet still having your own identity and your own personality shine through. You make a very important message there, a very powerful message. Thank you. Now, you are very politically active. Can you tell us more about your interest in politics? Well, let's see. I liked Nixon back in the day. <laughs> It was my, my first president that I liked, um, and I, was, I registered at 18 as a Republican. I always identified more so with that party, although I would often vote across party lines depending on the person. And I voted in almost every election until 2012. Um, I disliked greatly the President uh, Obama from 2008, and in 2012, I didn't like either candidate, and um, I became very apathetic. I mean, that's not good, that's not like me, but I was disgusted and discouraged by the corruption, and I, I just didn't like either candidate, and I stayed home. I just didn't care, just didn't care anymore. It didn't matter if I voted, nothing got done, I didn't see any changes, uh, the people didn't seem to be honest. And I came home from work on June 16th, 2015, my husband, I'd had a long day and my husband says to me, PJ, guess who's running for president? I said, I don't care. I don't care. No, really, guess who's running for president? I said, I have had a long day. I don't care. Well, he asked a third time and I knew he wasn't going to shut up until I heard him out. So I said, okay, dear, who's running for president? And he said, Donald Trump. I said, hmm, another aha moment. I said, Donald Trump? Very interesting. So after my shower, I sat down on the couch with my phone, which I never looked at in the evening, and I pulled it up, and the speech that he'd given earlier in that day was being, you know, re was being shown, and I clicked on my phone to watch it, and my jaw dropped. I was mesmerized. I could not put that phone down. Here was somebody speaking like I thought saying the things that no one else dared to say, but were the facts. He was speaking from the heart. He was speaking honestly. He didn't need this job. He declared his candidacy for president. And if that train was going by me outside of my house, I literally jumped on, held on tight, spent a hell of a ride, and I haven't regretted it since. I admire him. That is my current mentor and has been five years. I now currently work as a field organizer for the campaign. Prior to that, I volunteered. And um, what started out is I don't have the time became I need to make heating on the back burner. I'd done that. That was great. But there was time for something more important. And it's time to give back to a greater cause to my country to save it from the evil that 
is out there, the people that are trying and I'm having a great time. And you are, you truly are a patriot, Paula. Now, can you tell us more about your strong support of President Donald Trump and why you support him? Well, if I could describe the president in five words, he has the characteristics of what I admire in a leader. First of all, number one, he is brilliant. He's constantly plays them like a Stradivarius, the media, the corrupt politicians. He's a master chess player. He is two steps ahead of them at all times, and everything he says and does is strategic. Number two, he has brawn. He's a strong person. He's not afraid to stand up and tell it like it is of the wrong things that have been done to America and to our country. And, uh, and that includes other countries that are technically our allies. Uh, number three, he has balls. Uh, you know, pardon the expression, but I like somebody that's got guts and that, you know, is not afraid. He's a man. He's not a, he's not a wimp. He's not a, a superficial person. And number four, number five, he has integrity and honesty. And some people don't see it, but I see it. I've read the books that he's written, those kind of things, the things that he's done that a lot of people don't know that the news will not portray, the good things he's done, the people that he's helped. He is a very uh, compassionate and warm man, in my opinion. I've never met him, but that's, that's what I get from all the studying, researching, um, things I've read, things I've just seen. And uh, I, he's the best president in my lifetime, best president in my father's lifetime, who is 90 years old, and we will lose our country if he is not reelected. There's no one else out there that can do the job he's been doing, and I truly believe that 110%. That's right. And he has kept all of, his, all of his promises to the American people. You go back to his interview on Oprah, which can be found on YouTube, and he has kept his word, especially saving America billions of dollars. So thank you for pointing that out as well. Now, Paula, what has given you the most joy and fulfillment in your life? Working out. <laughs> it's, uh, it was the catalyst that transformed me. It, it, it did. It got me out of a dark, deep hole in my life. And without that physical um, activity, I would have never become the person I am today. It's just helped me through so much. Whenever something is not right, I, I, have, to, I have to have my gym sessions. Whether I adapt them or change them, depending on what's going on, sometimes I don't have as much time as I've spent in the past, but I keep that as a part of my life, and that helps me keep my sanity. That is wonderful. Now, how did you make the decision to choose the vocation you did? Um, the original one, what I started out as, or, or where I am now? Well, you can mention how you pivoted as well to the audience. Well, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was 18. So many of us don't. Um, and I grew up believing in fairy tales. So I thought Prince Charming was going to come along. Prince Charming was tall, dark, handsome, and rich, and worshipped the ground that I walked on. And he was going to swoop down right after I got out of college. And we were going to have 2.3 children and live in a big mansion. And I was going to be in a housewife with an unlimited expense account. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had a lot of toads in my life. So anyway, I had uh, decided to major in dental hygiene because I thought that was something that you could kind of do part-time, whatever. And once I got in there and deep into it, my third year of college, I, I hated it. I did not, while it's an honorable profession, I didn't want to look at people's mouths all day for the rest of my life. So I graduated and moved to um, Key West and uh, became a bartender and had a lot of fun and started my wild, wild life. I sailed the Caribbean for two years and then I moved to Tampa with a uh, boyfriend later gone bad and um, decided to stay in Tampa and met my husband, uh, well, then boyfriend, now husband, and decided to give dental hygiene a try. And I practiced for 10 years in, um, in Tampa and I just was never happy. And after finding fitness in 1995, in 2000, it given, had given me the courage and strength to leave that and pursue what I love to do fitness and give back. So I worked for, um, for a small personal training studio. And in 2002, I opened my own facility. And that, that's been another 20, 18 year journey. It, it started as a personal training studio. And when the economy tanked in 2008, I almost closed it down, but I found CrossFit, another aha moment that, um, that really got me right completely finally after what 20 years <laughs> yeah it, it got me it got me where I needed to be and I, I changed the business model and we started growing and thriving and later moved to uh, a bigger location where we still are now we've been there for seven years so yeah like I said it's a long journey I'm not young <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is inspiring. So you had a career in dental hygiene, and then you pivoted. Now you own your own company, your CrossFit Jaguar company. That is awesome. Can you tell the audience about your aha moment there? When was the aha moment for you? Which one? I, I've had I've had quite a few. Oh, in, in regards to CrossFit, hmm. yes, I've heard about it. I had my gym. My gym was not doing well because of the you know the economy the economy at the time. And I needed, I was bored, I was, which was rare, but I was bored with my fitness routine. So I searched out CrossFit and somebody told me about it. Oh, there's, you would love it. So there was one about two or three miles from where my gym was and they had a new, a midday class. So I decided to go try it and yet met yet another mentor, a short little loud militaristic um, Tampa policeman who owned a CrossFit uh, <laughs> facility. And it was dirty. There was, um, you know, chalkboard walls. There, it was open air. There was a pull-up bar half inside, half outside. And, you know, people just came there to sweat, and there were chains on the wall. There were sleds. There were tires to flip and beat. I was in heaven. I had found Nirvana. And he and I clicked because he, he was very nice, but he'd look at me and say, oh, I bet you can't. And that inspires me, that motivates me. Tell me I can't and I wanna prove you wrong. And he became um, another mentor and I would go there sometimes four or five days a week at noon. That was my two hour window to just 
get re-inspired and I would pick myself up off the floor, sweaty, gasping for air. And I just, I felt renewed energy, a new sense of purpose coming in. Yes, I can again overcome this dark spot in my life. I'm going to change my gym model. And um, I did. I met him in November of 2008 and I signed up for the CrossFit level one, which was given in Miami of uh, January and turned the gym model around. I tore out ceiling tiles. I put up pull-up bars, didn't have much money, so I had to make it work. I uh, turned off the AC, which in a small retail um, gym didn't make a lot of the current remaining personal training clients happy. But uh, when they left, in came three and four more in their place. What's this CrossFit? What's this new? And we started growing and we survived the, the economic crisis. And that began another phase or part of the journey, which, you know, more or less now we've been a CrossFit affiliate for 11 years. Wow. And you're thriving. That is awesome. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Oh, let's see. You have to live your passions. You cannot spend, you cannot wait for retirement. You cannot spend your life in a career that you hate. I did it for 13 years and I'm just glad that I got out, but I could not see myself doing that for 23. Live your passions, never get up, never give up, fight back. If somebody punches, I'm with President Trump, punch back harder. Don't put up with their crap. Uh, you know, that's just me. And never give up. Keep on going because you can. Impossible merely defines a degree of difficulty. Amen. That is very powerful. Paula, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. It's been an honor to have you today. Well, thank you for having me. I've, um, I've enjoyed it tremendously. Well, and you're an inspiration to so many women. Thank you, Paula. Now, where can the audience find you? Uh, I can be found at 9509 North Trask Street, CrossFit Jaguar, Tampa, Florida, 33624. Uh, when I'm not out knocking on doors for the president. <laughs> I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Paula at CrossFitJaguar.com. And Paula, again, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. And thank you. You too. Bye.